0: What's up, Internet? It's been a good week in gaming. It's Saturday. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. That means here on Ready Check Radio, it's time for Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up. I'm your host, Mike Byrne. This is episode 14. If you're watching on YouTube or listening over on Spotify, head on over when you get a moment to readycheckradio.com. R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Give us a follow on all the socials. Show your love and support. Keep us making shows here. Bring all your friends. And uh, make it live, twitch.tv slash readycheckradio. Shows every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday at 7 p.m. It's Saturday at 7 p.m., so that means it's gaming gumbo time. And joining me to have a helping is Mr. Jason Winter. How are you, sir? Y-
1: you know what we forgot to do last week?
0: What did we forget?
1: The only thi- the only time on this whole history of the show that we never did it, I believe. What's what's that? We didn't mention cyberpunk.
0: Wow. <laughs> ah. yeah. yeah. I mean, I might have to look at the show oh, notes, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But now I've actually mentioned it, so we're good for this show.
0: Yeah, we're good for this one. Thank you. I mean you're always looking out. You're you're yeah. people don't know the kind of guy you are like I do, and and Jason <laughs> probably good. <laughs> <laughs> also on the line. The yod. less they know about me the better. God, you're <sighs> pixelating already. What's up, man? Yes,
2: I am. I don't know what's wrong with it. I have I've shut everything else down around my area. <laughs> I don't think the wife's streaming or anything. I mean, they're not supposed to be starting up D&D for another 30 minutes, so Man. I don't know. Maybe just get
1: wider <laughs> cables to get more internet through. Yeah, just <laughs> right. Bigger cables, that's the right. way it works. Bigger cables. What's, <laughs> what's your
0: bandwidth, uh, like, like this? <laughs> oh like this, this much? <laughs> <laughs> about, about that much. <laughs> yes, yes. Little, little bandwidth. <laughs> oh, we really got to figure this out. We really yeah, got to figure that out. Yeah, I don't know what's out. going on there. All right. Well, we got some like uh, big gaming news this week, and a little bit of throwback. It was what is what we'll start with first, and then Xbox did talk about their huge Bethesda purchase, or what we refer to as one seventh of a Roblox. Um, <laughs> that's a reference to. The free-to-play cast on mmobomb.com. Make sure you check that out, too. Jason and I had quite a, f- a bit of fun this week with uh, Wilfredo. Uh, and we opened a box, which is always good. Yeah. But a little, bit, a little bit of throwback. Let's start there, gentlemen. Did either of you play uh, Turtles in Time? The old arcade, brawler, smasher?
1: Yes. honestly don't know that I played that, but I did play the original, the, the one before the regular Turtles game.
0: Oh, the, the, I, I the NES one? Oh God! No, no, no! In the, the arcade. The Turtles in Time. No,
1: the yeah. first was the first was the, no, the first, first one, was one called in the arcade.
0: Titan. Oh, just the, yeah, yeah. The, just the arcade game one. Yeah, just yeah, the tur- arcade. Teenage yeah, Mutant Teenage Ninja Teenage Turtles, Teenage. Turtles, the ar- yeah. arcade game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I mean this this is in that same vein too. So right, right. So you're you're right on point. We we got a trailer this week for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles getting a, a new retro beat-em-up called Shredder's Revenge, made by the team behind Scott Pilgrim versus The World, The Game. Either of you dabble in that one?
2: I have played that, yeah. Have you really? When it was, yeah. Yeah, it, it was like, uh, I think it was a PSN game one month.
0: I was never into the whole Scott Pilgrim IP, oh, so I didn't play any it, of it.
2: It was free, so I downloaded and played it. I mean, it, it was fun. the The company seems to know what they're doing with retro games. So
0: yeah, and especially Hopefully these, little, you know, these be... these beat 'em ups. They they are right. They're pretty damn pretty damn good at it. But this is if you watch this trailer. Obviously, I'm not going to show it with the music. I mean, the trailer is badass. But mm-hmm. the uh, as far as the animation and everything goes, but they also do use Jason the theme song, a variation of the, I should say, mm-hmm. of the theme song from the original animated uh, cartoon. And as soon as I, as soon as like it started, I was like just grinning ear to ear, like an idiot.
1: Yeah, it's 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 the the same exact same lyrics, and they say in there it's sung by uh, the lead singer of Faith No More. Yeah, Do you remember that band from way back when? So yeah, which is a re- really
0: that. odd combination when you think
1: about it. Well, Faith No More was big around 1989, back when the original yeah. Turtles game came out. So there you go. It's it's the same. Uh...
0: So now here's the <laughs> thing. Obviously, we will see uh, all four turtles. This is very arcade beat 'em up, like the arcade game or the console Turtles in Time game. Um, so you could have co-op with all four turtles and everything, but when you watch the trailer here, there seems to be maybe an indication that other characters might be involved. Um, as far as playable, you do see Shredder. I'm, I'm sorry, Splinter uh, smacking a Mouser. You do see April O'Neil laying down uh, some Foot Clan uh, with a, a big foot to the face. Uh, now we're actually seeing some gameplay in the trailer, and this just makes me want to play this right now uh it's got that yeah. retro look while being current and that's a really hard line to, to land on artistically Yod.
2: it is it, it really is but i mean the way the gameplay looks and feels and the way that you know they're set up with with the side scroll and stuff where it's like sort of 3D. it's like when when they're when they're pushing the edge of two ds where there's like yep. two or three different platforms but yeah you you're got really that, like two and, and a half go. D look yeah yeah it's it's hard to pull that off well, and I think they did, which it it's really exciting
0: now we don't know Jason when it's coming probably well, I soon sure I, say. Yeah, I mean most <laughs> every story is like kind of expecting it around uh summerish of this year, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually later than that. It is PC and console though. So you don't have to just grab this one on PC and actually oh, it has to be console. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it, Jason. I feel like this on is this. one you got to play on console. Yeah, I'm glad you sort said of it.
1: Or especially like if like I it's like I almost wouldn't even wouldn't even want to play it online. Like I want to play it with people in my right. on my couch together with multiple controllers, you know.
0: Like it is rock steady and bebop. So awesome,
1: right? You want that four four controller setup where you're oh, all crowded yeah. around the screen and you can elbow each other. And, um, and if it doesn't come out to a fall, maybe we'll actually be able to sit together with people back. At you night. don't say. <laughs> maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe I can I'm, actually see other people. It is like the dumbest thing to be super pumped about. But when I saw the trailer, I was like, I yeah, w- you know what? I will pre-order. Where where is the pre order button? It's not there yet. But
1: That is the thing that worries me a little bit though. It's like how how long of a game is there? Like for for, for back in the day, in arcade thirty years ago, you plug in your quarters, you play for yeah, an hour or hour and a half maybe at most. I don't want to pay twenty or even twenty dollars for a game that's going to last an hour and a half. Like, what's what is it going to be the replayability of something like this?
0: Well, you also have like the, this type of game, although lends itself to like the difficulty levels for replayability and no, stuff. So it's the same those, thing though, so. if right, but if the, so, if that's not what you're looking for, but we've seen like what is it, Golden Axe and Streets of Rage and. A bunch of those titles get relatively recent remakes or re uh, remaster, not remasters. They were total remakes, uh, like like this is, sure. but um, and and those have been well received by the you know beat 'em up community, uh, and they're not necessarily long drawn out twelve fifteen hour affairs. They're you know the replayability is in those extra options, the difficulty, some of the things that you can do with the online that you couldn't do back then, um. So yeah, I think i I can't imagine it being any more than like twenty twenty five dollars. I'm with you there. I think that's the price point, yeah, maybe if they get greedy, they go thirty. Uh, if they go any more than that i I you better have a list of features that I am just not yeah. anticipating a beat 'em up oh, to yeah. have. uh but you know if it comes out for twenty, they got my. they got my 20. If it comes out for 25, they got my 25. If it comes out for thirty, maybe I'm gonna have to start thinking about a about it a little bit, Jason.
1: Yeah,
0: but damn, does the animation look good? Looks mm-hmm. so good. They need to just re-release the cartoon no, in this format, greedy. not the, not the way they did. I don't like the the weird uh, boxy head turtles. It just it
2: I I don't like the out. current one. The 3D one they released previously that was really good. The story they did for that was really nice, and I I liked how the they played the different turtles off of each other. Because I I. Back of course back in the day since this was my childhood, you know. <laughs> this is right in my wheelhouse. I got the comics and all that stuff and the toys back in the day and all that.
0: Yeah, I was and never into the comics. Were you, Jason?
1: Uh no. My sister had a few though. Yeah. She actually had like she actually had them before the before they were a thing, she had a couple of comics. Right, Does right. That's still like, have that's them? Uh we've I've asked her about this before. They were like reprints and they're only worth like five oh, bucks or gotcha. something. Yeah, they're not there. I um, I I have checked with her, but yeah, this is like 1986 or something when you first showed me those. So yeah, yeah, I was never
0: into comics in general. Like here and there, Tales from the Crypt that was a huge comic book favorite of mine. But other than that, like I definitely was into the show. I had all the toys. I rem- I still have uh, in a, in a little photo album. Like remember the plastic sleeve photo books you used to buy? You just slip mm-hmm. photos in it, like five by sevens in it. Uh, I have one of those right. full of the rectangular stickers they're still on their back panels they haven't been stuck to anything of the entire set that came with Bonkers candy if you remember that no, which was God. a great wow. candy fantastic candy but in each like tube of them or whatever pack there would be one Ninja Turtle sticker and there was I think there was like 12 in the set and I have all 12 still in this book I'll have to show it on stream sometime It's it, I mean, it's probably worthless but it's cool that it's it's still I love the Ninja Turtles. I remember my dad when I finally got old enough to to learn about Christmas and things like that. Uh he, he made sure to regale me with how long he exactly waited in front of how many different stores to get all four of the Ninja Turtles that Christmas wow. when the toys came out. Cuz remember they yeah, were Yeah, I had they were ridiculous yeah, I had those original to get.
2: Figures too, yeah.
0: They were ridiculous But
2: uh, to get. some of my books were the originals. So
0: you said where are at my mom's house. Still. Oh, but you still have them. I
2: don't know. They're at my mom's house, so they're there somewhere. My brother is probably taking care of them because he does that. And they're they're in a box somewhere in my mom's house.
0: Glitch in I think chat he saying that has old... the comics where they're the real TMNT, you know, because they were dark. Like if you yes. if you don't yes. know, the, the, the original ones... comic book yeah. were. Dark. AM. Oh,
1: yeah, remember the second movie? They had to like uh, make it so that they, they were less violent. Uh huh. You know, the, 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 the ones from
0: uh, first comics. Yeah, those are the ones I'm talking about,
2: where they all had red bandanas. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. They weren't color. And in the yet. first
2: issue, they killed Shredder. Uh, the, the one the
1: one my sister had was black and white. So I don't know what color their
0: yeah. bandanas.
2: So. Well the covers were in color the rest of them were black and white. Yeah, yeah, some
0: people in chat apparently didn't know that. Yeah, go go back and online and look at the original comics before they were syndicated into a TV show or mm-hmm. or or toned down even in the comics to sell yeah. more to kids. They were that was a dark comic book. Um, oh yeah. And even more interestingly, if you don't know, that IP has a really bizarre history. Oh, very. Of, like, very ownership so. and people losing rights mm-hmm. and then fights for rights. And there was a show, I think it was on Netflix. It was um, Toys That Made Us, I think is what it was called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is an episode on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it is incredibly, if you don't know, if you know, then fine. But if you don't know, it's actually a very interesting episode to watch. And see, like the original creators, and they had a fault. Yep. Those two guys had a falling out for a little while, and then the rights went yeah. here and lots Kevin of Kevin Eastman drama. and Peter Leard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Lots and, of drama.
2: Uh, Eastman is still alive, I believe.
0: Uh, I know one and of them he, is. Uh, I don't know which one. Yeah. I don't know which one. So.
2: I'm pretty sure it's Eastman, and he's a really big proponent of artists artists' rights for comics and stuff like yeah. that, which is really cool.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. They were they were dark because
2: of you know everything they went through.
0: But we'll be getting that game soon and I am super excited about mm-hmm. that.
2: I do wonder if they're going to pull in Usagi Ojimbo. Well,
0: uh I want to know the entire cast like of playables right. too. Like we see the Technodrone, we see uh uh we see Shredder, uh and and April O'Neil and Splinter and all that in the trailer. Like who's playable? Who are you fighting? But you know what? I don't care. It's just I watched <laughs> it with just eight-year-old glee, Jason. Right, absolute uh, glee.
1: I was older. When that... <laughs> How old was I?
0: TMNT, original. I, yeah, it sounds about right. Eighty. It's eighty-nine, wasn't for, 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 for
2: game. Eighty-nine. Okay, I was.
0: First episode was air date: December 14, 1987. So I was 87 really? yeah, it was the wow. first air date for the original cartoon and I was Oof. so I would have been 6. Hmm. I would have been almost yeah. 7, almost.
2: I was 7. Yeah, I was 7.
0: Jason, you were 41. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not as happy as we are about uh <laughs> Teenage Mutant <laughs> Turtles might be Electronic Arts Uh and it's not that they're mad at about the Ninja Turtles. It's just that they, uh, they, they, they ran into a little bit of a problem this week. You know, EA. Imagine that they ran into a little really? bit of a problem. Really? Yeah, yeah. Problems. Let me tell you a little bit about really? EA Gate, gentlemen. Apparently, allegedly, allegedly, some internal EA employees or employee have been caught. Or accused of selling FIFA 21 Ultimate Team cards, you know, the super, super, super rare ones, directly to players for cash. For cash. But
1: I heard that wasn't possible. Yay, I completely.
0: heard that wasn't possible either. I, yeah. Aww. I know. <laughs> Isn't that
1: something like
2: that a little I know. illegal?
0: Well, so from Destructoid's (laughs) reporting, the supposed transactions revolve around the direct selling of the FIFA Ultimate Team Icon Moments. Incredibly rare cards based on legendary footballers such as Pele. One tweet shows an alleged transaction that features one Icon Moment and two Team of the Year cards, changing hands for a total of 1,000 euro, roughly 1,200 US dollars. And another example allegedly shows three icon moments and two Team of the Year cards selling off-market for 1,700 euros, about 2,000 USD. Yeah.
1: Pretty impressive. So back in my day...
0: (laughs) When you were like 41 and the Turtles had just come out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, back when I was working for Decipher... There were cabinets full of cards, and we didn't have eBay or anything back then. But if I wanted to grab like a fifty-dollar card or whatever out of there, I could just probably just grab it and you know done what I wanted or whatever. I'll tell you, even now, like fifteen years after I've stopped working for any CCG company, I still look. I still have cards. I've thought about. I should sell these. I mean, I'm not going to use them anymore, but that's okay, right? I can sell them, can't I? I know the company gave them to me, but I, I can do that now. So even even now, I feel a little iffy about that sort of thing i can't imagine actually doing it for a few thousand dollars when you actually still work for the company
0: yeah and their digital cards for sake. <laughs> sure know,
1: sure well, <laughs> regard, not knowing how that worked exactly right, right
0: right yeah um the allegations apparently yod were taken seriously enough there was enough behind the accusation screenshot wise and stuff That EA is looking into this. They, in fact, released an official statement via the EA Sports FIFA Twitter account that says, We are aware of the allegations currently circulating within our community related to FIFA 21 Ultimate Team items. A thorough investigation is underway. And if we identify improper conduct, we will take swift action. We want to be clear. This type of behavior is unacceptable previously stated to be impossible. <laughs> and, and we in no way condone what is alleged to have happened here. We understand how this creates concern about unfair balance in the game and competition. We will update the community as we get more clarity on the situation.
1: We understand the only people who should be making hey. money off Ultimate Team is us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I've never played the game before, so... For those of us who have no idea how these cards are obtained, right. are they random? Are they loot box? What's oh, going God. on
0: there? It's <laughs> uh, you know buying a Magic the Gathering pack of cards, right? And it's so totally random what's yeah. what's in there. Um, okay. And you you can earn currency in the game. It works the same in Madden, right? Madden has the Madden Ultimate Team. You can earn currency in-game at a very, very minuscule rate to buy them, or you could just shell out cash to go ahead and buy the right. cards. And then those cards are used in your Ultimate Team. It's not like you can just go to a standard online mode and modify the hell out of the roster or anything with those cards. You I would play you against my FIFA Ultimate Team and your FIFA Ultimate Team. Um okay. but here's the thing, Jason. I thought that, you know, the there you couldn't unbalance the game by owning certain cards. It they're they're in, they're in court saying <laughs> that these are surprise
1: mechanics and, <laughs> and creates concern about the unfair bank balance. Yeah. That's what <laughs> they're they out of the word there. <laughs> Checking account balance.
0: <laughs> I mean, EA has literally been in court all year arguing that these have almost virtually no impact on the game. It's this one mode that you know, if you if you want to play it, go ahead. But here in this statement, we understand that this raises concerns about fairness and <laughs> well, wait a minute. Which is it? Hmm. Do these cards create an unfair balance by owning them or not? uh and and stop arguing the other in court. This is not a good look, not a good look at all, particularly oh, while arguing these mechanics in court to then have your employees undermine those arguments by selling these for clearly their valuable high dollar amounts. Jason i I don't know
1: that I agree. Just for the fact that it's just, I just don't know that it's going to matter in the long run. They're still going to make their billions. They're still going to fight tooth and nail and say the exact same thing that they've been saying for years. And,
0: yeah, again, I i think what I look, oh, Don't look misunderstand. I don't think it changes anything. Exactly. I just think That's it's a thing. scummy it optics look. Oh, no. EA looks bad.
1: Gosh, <laughs> that will hurt them. I am sure it will, sir. <laughs> Come on, their reputation's oh, sparkling, man. right? Yeah, I know. Everything it's, just I kind of it. slides right off.
2: They're,
1: they're, they're oh, yeah. you know, they're Teflon. It slides like, like like mud on t- on <laughs> Teflon. Yeah. Ninja,
0: you're back. Welcome back to chat, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Oh uh, God. Man. So yeah, you know, we're gonna have to wait and see the the outcome of this one. Uh, but <sighs> <I'm... laughs> what a mess. Uh, Speaking of EA, on the good side of things, we (laughs) were all kind of optimistic about the return of NCAA football to some degree, whatever the title was going to be and how things were going to work and all that stuff. Uh, We probably have a lot longer than even I originally anticipated. I thought when we originally talked about this that this was going to be a 2022 title. We weren't going to see one for this year, but we would see one for next year. I I think you gentlemen were kind of along the same lines, right? Sure. Turns out uh, we're probably not going to see this until 2023 and that's the back half of 2023. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt Brown of Extra Points recently shared an internal memo from the video game company that notes the new college football game is scheduled to be released in July of 2023. So we still have over... Two years before we see NCAA football return to the consoles from EA, uh, is it? Do you think this is just in response to you know? And we're going to talk a little bit about schools that have already agreed and and not agreed to to jump onto the program here. But do you think it's just in response to that, or did this news spill out like? the day after they made the decision to go forward with this, and now we just have to wait, you know, a traditional two-year development cycle, yeah?
2: I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't really been following that well, because, its you know, it's called a football game, and quite frankly, the Madden games, I thought they just slapped new profile pictures on there and just, you know, <laughs> shipped the next game, because, <laughs> like, how, how, how has the... The game itself actually changed in the past few years or whatnot with the models and stuff like that. It really
1: hasn't, has it? No, they haven't. Yeah, but, you, really. but you're talking a 10-year gap here. So. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> think they can just take the NFL one and change the skins and they're good to
1: go, right? <laughs> yeah, well, they need like 100 <laughs> different stadiums too. So <laughs> and Fight songs and all the other stuff. Yeah. And mascots, so I can see that, that taking longer. That's
0: easy. Come on now. I don't know. Them- I, I honestly think, Jason, <laughs> that this is tied up by – I think they they are further I, – I don't think we got an announcement like the day they made this decision. Sure. I think they've already been developing yeah, yeah. it, and I think it probably could have – I'm guessing. I don't know internally or anything. Uh, I think it probably could have released next year, but I think there's too many concerns with the debate raging about likeness usage and compensation yeah. for college students right now. That I think maybe they're just taking the safer course and, you know, let's plan on 2023.
1: Yeah, even the NCAA is figuring that out. And as we'll, we'll get to in a bit, some, some of the different schools are saying, we're, we don't know yet. We're going to wait and see how how that all pans out. So, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I think they put a, could have had it out next year if, if they were going to.
0: Now, some of your favorite schools may already be on board. Some of them may not. I forgot um, I forgot
1: you guys have yeah, you have the paywall probably, of that article I linked to which I actually no, I got it. to. I got Oh, you it. do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Penn State is in conditionally. They are conditionally in reserving the right to back out if they don't like the way the development of the game or anything uh, or the the new rules as far as Compensation for likeness usage and everything goes. Uh, however, there are some notable names that are out. Penn State and 40 other schools are just confirmed as in or conditionally in. Seven are confirmed as out, including Notre Dame. Uh, now, it should be noted that most of the ones that are out right now have not just said no. For the most part, they have said No right now. We want to see how the likeness usage and compensation of player stuff works out and what the new rules are, and we will reevaluate then. Kind of like, Jason, if you need an answer today, the answer is no. But if you're willing to wait, we're willing to uh, re-look at the situation later too.
1: So yeah, Notre Dame, definitely one of the bigger names there, along with uh, USC, another big one there, Wisconsin- Northwestern, uh, Fresno State, TCU, and Tulane. So, it makes you wonder how they would do it if if that doesn't get sorted out. Like, how do you not have some of those schools?
0: Yeah, yeah, right. And you've you've got a lot of schools out that just haven't even made a call yet.
1: Yeah, they'll probably lose a few more at least uh, under the same uh, logic, at least provisionally.
0: Yeah, there's a ton here that just have not made any call yet. We don't have anybody from the SEC by the way yet.
1: <laughs> oh, nobody cares about football in the SEC. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody in the SEC has made a call one yeah. way
0: or the other on, on whether yeah. they're gonna be a part of this or not. So, you know, Alabama, yeah, I mean maybe they'll be in a NCAA football game. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Ole Miss? <laughs> Yeah, these are does anybody even know who these teams are? I mean, really. Yeah. Texas A and M. Ever heard of them? I can what's
1: this fl- <laughs> flo <floor>, florida? <laughs> florida? <laughs> no, I think
0: that's flo I think that's oh, okay. I think that's the uh the entertainer Florida. Uh and, and not confirmed as being in or not yet. <laughs> uh we still got we still got Arkansas, oh, Alabama, god. Oh, god. Um, UCLA. Any any other I'm like scrolling through the divisions to see if any other division has no team in or out yet.
1: no, the no. big
0: twelve only has one in one out, and everybody else is nothing yet. West Virginia is the one that's in. imagine that. they were like, yeah, we'll take the money thanks t c u is the one that's out. ah kind of confused on that one actually hmm. i'm not not sure what like what you're holding out there for.
1: Uh, TCU says, as we continue to closely monitor the name, image, and likeness landscape, TCU's participation in the return of EA's college sports football is currently on hold.
0: Pitt is in. That,
1: that's all it says.
0: University of Pitt here in Pittsburgh is in. We'll keep our eyes on it, but we got to over two years for it, so whatever. Notre Dame.
2: Yeah, most of that has to be, like, Contract negotiations, something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. there they're, could be some of that too. Yeah, yeah, they're
0: waiting. Oh, they're waiting to see how much they're going to have to pay the athletes, and then to see, oh, if, yeah, the contract, yeah, that. if the contract's worth it after having to pay their athletes.
1: Well, did you see right. uh, the Michigan? I think it's Michigan State. I think they are now officially the Michigan State, uh whatever insurance Spartans or something like that. <laughs>
0: oh my God, are you serious? <laughs>
1: I, I'm absolutely serious. Holy crud! I haven't kept up with Michigan State in Michigan. I think that's even it. though I used to live there it's it's terrible but that's how wow. that's how they're gonna do it if they have to pay if they have to pay uh athletes i bet that's how they do it
2: <sighs> oh
0: my god michigan is a great headline. That's what it is. michigan state what a great headline from sports illustrated michigan state takes on nauseating name in deal with rocket mortgage to appease the advertising wow. gods and indulge in the spoils of sponsorship, Michigan State's men' basket men's basketball will now be known in within the Bresner Center as MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. What? That's messed up. Here's a statement from them. Michigan State is not renaming its men's basketball team. While this is a new extension of the partnership for Rocket Mortgage with men's basketball, this is not a first-of-its-kind sponsorship for the Spartans or a new concept in professional or collegiate team partnerships. It is a presenting sponsorship of the Michigan State's men's basketball season, which is a common practice in both – you stupid advertisement – in both college and pro sports. This is nothing new for the school or the industry. (laughs) Man, that's a really defiant, like, like, uh, fuck you. We got our money. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's basically what it is. So the team name is not that. It's anytime the team is presented, it's the MSU Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage.
2: So it's not sure. going to be a New Jersey going on with all It's that still
0: dumb. There. It's yeah. still oh, totally dumb.
2: That, that is totally stupid. <laughs> it, wow. Wow.
0: That's a good take, Mad Martha. Not new. Correct. Not good either. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Oh, yeah. This week was also the finalizing. Well, the previous week we had the finalizing of the Bethesda uh, Xbox deal in pretty much all regions of the world. Um, everybody okaying the sale. So, of course, it was time for Xbox to come out. And answer the hard-hitting questions, Jason, the ones that everybody wanted to know about first. Right? Hardcore questions, (laughs) right to the point. Give us all the answers. No, they didn't. Um, We thought, you know, we had hoped maybe they would. Uh, Obviously, they did not. There was a presentation this week. And although they didn't exactly answer the exclusivity going forward of Bethesda title question Jason they did they did allude to it and maybe give a hint on on where we're headed here
1: yeah Phil Spencer said I, I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is exclusive because we they have contractual obligations that see through every one of these is we just don't know in the future there may be things that have contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go do.
0: Yeah, yeah, I have a feeling that that is specifically pointing at games like Deathloop you know, that are already, sure. you know, PlayStation exclusives.
1: Uh, sure, for the moment, stuff like that. But when you're talking like Elder Scrolls Six or Starfield or whatever.
0: Yup. Yeah.
1: Yup. Yeah. And I, I want, I want to say too, like, I got to find it here. Where's the? Because uh, one of my new hated things in game Remember, I remember I was so pissed off about Icymi. In case you missed the news. Article yeah. 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 Or, Here's my worst. Here's my new, my new least favorite thing. coming from the press release. With the addition of the Bethesda creative teams, gamers should know that Xbox consoles, PC, and Game Pass will be the best place to experience new Bethesda games. Our platform is the best place to play these games. No, what? It, it's the, basically the same as every other platform. You're not get off your shit.
0: From the official statement, we get a little bit along the lines here, though. This is the next step in building an industry-leading first-party studios team, a commitment we have to our Xbox community. With the addition of the Bethesda Creative Teams, gamers should know that Xbox, consoles, PC, and Game Pass will be the best place to experience new Bethesda games. That quote continues, though. Including some new titles in the future... That sure. will be exclusive to Xbox and PC players. So,
1: And do you know why they'll be exclusive there? Because,
0: because they paid $7.5 Those are the, best place, those are the best places <laughs>
1: to play. They played one, 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 40% of a Roblox. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> because, because they, they paid $7.5 You don't want to play on PlayStation. Oh, right. that's so, so
0: we got to lock in predictions now. Uh there Bethesda is going to do a little uh, is going to be a big part of the Xbox show later this year around the time of E3 Xbox did confirm they're going to do their own you know digital show around that time of year Bethesda planning to be a big part of that. So, do we see Starfield at that show and do we see Starfield released this year? Cuz there are some that think they're pulling oh, oh what they did with Fallout 4, where they announced Fallout 4 literally like a few months before it released, which I I like when companies do things that way. I hate waiting two years for a title or knowing about it two years in advance and a year in, I'm not interested in it anymore. But I actually like when you like Fallout 4, here it is, and then three, four months later, boom, it's, it's on the shelf will Bethesda do the same type of thing with Starfield? Is that further along than, than we think it is at this point, Jason?
1: I doubt it. So just I like a
0: trailer-type just... deal and call it a day?
1: Yeah, at best, if we get even that, because the Bethesda show has been dreadful the last couple of years. Like, yeah, these games still exist. We're working on them. Okay, now look at, uh, you know, Rocket, R- Rocket Raccoon or whatever that one game was. The <laughs> Whatever that thing was. I don't even remember this crap anymore. Yeah, I just... The Bethesda show used to be pretty cool, but it hasn't been for years. And if they show anything, if they show anything new and interesting there, I will be shocked and amazed.
0: You don't think any Elder Scrolls six yet? Oh fuck
1: no! <laughs> like no. A, a trailer, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, you know. I'm not no. talking about. Like, oh maybe. Least oh yeah, another like ten second, Another ten seconds roll over with the title. Yeah, whoopee. Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. No, I think I'll, we got we I'll get say, more yeah. than that. No, you, no, I, I, no. I think will no, be a,
2: it'll be a uh, little. Title, title teaser thing, and then, oh, by the way, the other other scores is available on all these other platforms again. Also,
1: will have eight more versions of Skyrim. So go
2: buy that. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah, you can now play it
2: on
0: HomePod. <laughs> Todd Howard was at this live stream event, and it's available on YouTube if if you want to see it, gang. Uh, Why would you want to? Right, but he he said some things that I'm just like, what. Why would you say that? Like, we all know this, but why would you say this? (laughs) Speaking of the roundtable, Howard admitted that there was very little the team didn't screw up when it came to the Fallout 76 launch. And then went on to say that the buyout from Xbox, from Microsoft, would help avoid a Fallout 76 type scenario in the future, Jan.
2: (laughs) I don't know about
0: that. Fallout 76 was pretty bad I
2: paid for it, I played it Oh my god It was pretty bad You you, you don't think they had to sell to Microsoft because of Fallout 76 do you?
0: I, you know what I, I don't think directly because of 76 but a huge factor I do think Bethesda was in a bind, Jason you And think so. I yeah, think Bioware isn't far behind them in a bind Although they've already been bought out, yeah, I was going to say, so, I uh, that last bought.
1: week. They don't necessarily need to get unbinded. They can maybe just go away if, if they're not going to produce anything good Ooh.
0: anymore. Yeah, I, I think Bioware is is on the ropes, and I think Bethesda was in in a bit of a in the bit of a pickle on this one too. Uh, what are you linking, Matt Martha? What is this? Skyrim Special Edition announced for Samsung Smart Refrigerators and Alexa. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that too. Yes, I remember that too. Yeah, so it's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. That was a couple years ago. If you don't know, go look it up. That's tremendous.
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty, pretty hilarious the Alexa one. I'll tell you what whatever. though,
0: the Game Pass. It is hard for me to overstate like how amazing. Microsoft is just slamming it out of the park with with Game Pass. Uh, if you were already an Xbox Gold sub, which I was, the Game Pass is just tremendous, and it just got a little better, more titles for you, 20 Bethesda titles already available on the Game Pass, including... Dishonored, Dishonored 2, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Doom 3, Doom Eternal, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Prey, Rage 2, Elder Scrolls 3, Morrowind 4, Oblivion 5, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online, The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, The New Order, Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, and Wolfenstein, Young Blood. All of these except Morrowind, Oblivion, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, and Fallout New Vegas will also be available through cloud uh, for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. So you can play it on PC, you can play it on Xbox and all but those four titles via cloud. Now, what's interesting here, at least to me, fantastic games, if if you're missing on one or two of them, now you got an opportunity to play it if you have the Game Pass. But there are some, Jason, that are mysteriously missing from the list in my personal opinion. Like, I don't know. How about Fallout 3?
1: Hmm.
0: How about hmm. The Evil Within 2? I don't know. Rage like, 1. Rage 1, yeah.
2: Those are older games, right?
0: Well, I mean, oh, the, so they I'm are, so but old, if you're going to put The Evil Within on there, where's The Evil Within 2?
2: Good yeah. point. Good point.
0: I don't know. Um, I'm Maybe not they're like if staggering. You, if you if you have please. Fallout Three or Fallout New Vegas on there, you probably should have Fallout Three. Like yeah. you know, there's they are uh, of course older titles, but uh, but hey, you can't argue if you haven't played some of those games. Now you have a chance to, uh, and that just proves that Morrowind and Oblivion was the best time for Bethesda, uh, ever. <laughs> right around that time.
1: Well, Oblivion until the Horse Armor came along because that gave us microtransactions. (laughs) Until the Horse
0: Armor. The Horse Armor was ESO, uh, Tso. No, it wasn't. That was Oblivion. Was it Oblivion? That's that's what started microtransactions. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. All right, let's finish up with some weird (sighs) things uh, before we call it a day here. Uh, I thought this was kind of a, being a software engineer guy myself, uh, I thought this was a really interesting <laughs> conversation on Twitter. Uh, so I, I'm gonna mispronounce this. I apologize. Stefan Hovelbrinks, Hovelbrinks, um, from uh, Death Trash team, the, one of the developers at Death uh, Death Death Trash, uh, tweeted about implementing doors in video games. And said doors are complicated to have in games and have all sorts of possible bugs, mostly because they're dynamic, funnel, and block in the pathfinding, potentially locked, potentially destructible, but in general because they sit potentially between any game interaction or character to character situation from here to there. AAA devs hate them too. The Assassin's Creed series, otherwise full of stuff, doesn't have them. So, when a small indie developer adds them to their first game, having combat and non combat situations as well as multiple input movement schemes, it's a lot of pain. And, okay, if it just had ended there, it would have been like, okay, yeah, interesting tweet. But, Jason, some others of bigger AAA companies started chiming in and basically agreed doors blow. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Damien Schubert, you know, one of the lead guys at BioWare, it's Swartor at one point. even the act of opening a door is clunky as hell either a player reaches out and puts their hand on the doorknob which feels slow and requires lining up animations or doors doors fly open magically automatically which breaks the immersion you're probably <laughs> hoping to attain so yeah so even doors even implemented well you know do this frequently and players usually don't even notice they are there
0: that's but yet and i is I, so I remember,
1: rough on... I remember I found I found this thing I I remember seeing like five, 4 or 5 years ago it was actually 5 years ago about a uh Someone make a thread of every person who works for a video game talking about their issues with doors. <laughs> FX artist, I had some cool sparks to the door when it opens. Composer, I created a theme song for the door. Lighter, there's a bright red light over the door when it's locked and a green one when it's open. Character wow. artist, I don't really care about this door until I start wearing hats. And this goes on for like <laughs> like 50 or so different people. PR, do all our fans are going to go crazy over our next reveal slash hashtag game devs, hashtag door. <laughs> community manager let the fans know what their concerns about doors will be addressed in an upcoming patch
0: josh sawyer from obsidian said that doors are one of the first things we implement in any of our games (laughs) let's get these done everybody build the damn doors and let's move (laughs) on (laughs) i just thought it was such a funny conversation for like all these different developing teams because it's not something as a gamer i mean unless they're done poorly mad martha pointing out daisy you you don't you don't notice, right? Yod, as an artist, like somebody, forget like the programming, you know, line of sight uh, being important, whether the door is open or closed and all this functionality right. When you sit down and like, you know, I commission you for a piece, right? What is the the thing that you draw or graphically design on your your massive tablet there uh, that is the doors for you? Like what is the thing you're like, shit, I want to get this done first because this is the pain in the ass. Like I know for a lot of artists it's it's human hands, not cartoon three-finger hands, three finger hands right. but actual human right. hands. hands. What hands is are it for you? The H-
2: hands and feet are a pain in the ass. Proportions are a pain in the ass. Um, the most complex, annoying thing that I've ever done is Final Fantasy XIV armor. Oh you oh, just did that for God. you just
0: did that for your missus.
2: <laughs> yes I did. But the layer upon layer upon layer of things in that dark knight's armor is a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> RPG armor, yep. Yep. Cuz you got straps upon plates upon accents upon buckles <laughs> and it's like where is this thing going? How does this thing wrap? And belts and belts and belts. And belts and belts and belts because it's Final
1: Fantasy. Yep, exactly. I just wanted to say, too, in that, that list that I saw, after they have the 30 uh, people who work for the company there, the last one is player. I totally didn't even notice a door there.
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah, what I just said. You don't think about the doors. The, the, yeah. the only doors we all know of are Resident Evil loading screen doors. <laughs> That's, it. <laughs> That's it. By the way, those are not the doors they were talking about. <laughs> they were yeah. talking about actual interactive doors right uh i bring this up not because it's really um great news but i just want to like germany was this close to getting it right jason they were yeah they were this close <sighs> to getting this right this close so then, originally, then, then, then they got paid
1: and then they got paid for cards
0: <laughs> originally it was reported that german authorities uh were considering a legal reform that could force an 18 plus age rating on all video games with loot boxes. So they had had this whole bill all written up and in it was a piece that would make any game that had loot boxes 18 plus automatically as far as the rating. It would get the 18 plus mature rating uh, and mention risks from gambling like mechanisms. However, the bill got amended. (laughs) Uh, It appears the Budenstag made a mistake with its own announcement of the legal reform. So maybe the bill didn't even get amended. They just mistakenly described the bill. The announcement no longer included the line. It is also planned to deactivate cost traps such as loot boxes by default. The amendment does stipulate that age ratings will be expanded to include descriptors for various problematic mechanics, including cost traps. The idea here is to indicate risk. However, there is no currently an indication that the games with loot boxes would be rated 18+. And so I just put that in here to show that Germany was that close, Jason, to, I think, getting this one right and then got it wrong.
1: Cost traps are surprise mechanics.
0: (laughs) But,
1: but you but when you when you see that when you first of all it's it appears the Bundestag made a mistake with its own announcement. Yeah. That sounds that sounds like like Daybreak making a mistake with who they're owned by. <laughs> <It's> like, Oops, <laughs> we didn't mean to say that. <laughs> uh, and, then it, and like I said, the fact that it was there and like they like they announced it per, themselves and then changed it later, it's just like which which EA lawyer had had a chat with someone there, right?
0: Yeah, right. Definitely. I don't. I don't
1: buy
0: it. Definitely. (sighs) All right. Last thing, and we'll finish up with uh, our games of the week recommendation. All you Resident Evil fans, get ready! I know y'all. You're super excited about this one. (laughs) You're just stoked. Uh, The Netflix show is actually a show, by the way, because this one went back and forth. Like, is it going to be a show? Is it going to be a movie? It is going to be an animated show. Uh, We got it on Twitter. The art for it. There's our friends. Leon Kennedy, Claire Redfield in Resident Evil Infinite Darkness coming later this year, 2021. And now we also know a little bit about who's in it. So we've got uh, Nick App. Ap- I am going to get this wrong. Nick <laughs> Apostolides, Apostolides. Apostolides, probably Ap- Ap- Greek. Uh, as Leon Kennedy and Stephanie Panicello as Claire Redfield, they were the ones that played them in the RE two remake. So they're coming back for this. This is going to be an episodic anime series, uh, and we know a little bit about the storyline too. Netflix described it as follows. In 2006, there were traces of improper access to secret presidential files found in the White House's network. American federal agent Leon S. Kennedy is among the group invited to the White House to investigate the incident. Uh, But when the lights suddenly go out, Leon and the SWAT team are forced to take down a horde of mysterious zombies. Meanwhile, TerraSave staff member Claire Redfield encounters a mysterious image drawn by a youth in a country she visited while providing support to refugees. Haunted by this drawing, which appears to be a victim of a viral infection, Claire starts her own investigation. The next morning, Claire visits the White House to request the construction of a welfare uh, facility. There, she has a chance to reunite with Leon and uses the opportunity to show him the boy's drawing. Leon seems to realize some sort of connection between the zombie outbreak at the White House and the strange drawing, but he tells Claire there is no relation and leaves. In time, these two zombie outbreaks in distant countries lead to events that shake the nation to its very core. Timeline-wise, by the way, this series is eight years after the events of Resident Evil 2, two years after the events of Resident Evil 4, if you're kind of tracing Leon's storyline, uh, and a year after the um, uh, the animated... Um, Leon, the other Leon, I can't... The name is escaping me.
1: what was it called yeah yeah.
2: Yeah, there was three three animated movies
0: Um, damnation or 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 degeneration uh, i I don't remember which but it's a year after it's a year after that one so i'm actually super excited for this i've been interested in this i love the resident evil series it's got a special place in my heart with resident evil one anyway being like the first playstation one game i bought ever story for a different time some of you already know that story but Yad, uh, i know you're a fan you're not uh you're not a big fan of the movies <laughs> per se I, besides I like them, them being good reasons. bad movies
2: <laughs> yeah i i like them for a different reason i enjoy them for what they are but they're not good movies <laughs>
0: <laughs> I own Let's all. I own there. all of them on Blu-ray. I love them. Yeah, I love yeah, them. I, I love I, I've
2: them. got. I've got them on DVD. Uh, most of them. I switched to digital after a while before the last ones came out. But I've got all of them on digital, and and I've. I watched them for a different reason than I watch a good movie.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've yeah. also watched
2: the yeah. animated movies, so, which
0: those those, those, are are really well oh, yeah, those are really well done. I love them. Oh, Yeah, those were really well done. I love them. Um, yeah there's there are a few of them ninja we're just talking about the leon kennedy specific one for for right. this take yeah milia jovovich ah be still my heart um <laughs> multi-pass. <laughs> multi-pass. <laughs> yes, multi-pass this is definitely yes, yes, one i'll be because, watching is this multi-pass. one you're going to be watching Yod?
2: definitely definitely it will be something that i I check out the day it comes out. I know Leon's
0: in that one, Ninja. There was one specific that I knew was a year <laughs> yeah. prior to this series. I just couldn't remember <laughs> which one it was.
2: God damn. I mean, all three of them are good. I'm gonna go but no, time him one out one again.
0: It ties in. <laughs> Jason, how is this on your radar? Is this You, you don't care? Are you up there?
1: Uh, zombies are to me what Vikings are to you.
0: Ah, <laughs> and on that note, I've... it's time to go to our games of the week. I won last week. It is the first week I have oh ever won. <laughs> I have ever won. Yod, you get to go first.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm going to go
2: back to Destiny 2. <laughs>
0: with because your pixelated I was playing camera.
2: Right, <laughs> with my pixelated camera. Yes, yeah, so, um, I've been playing it again this week and delving back into it, so it, it's it's been good. It's been good to me. So,
0: I'm might gonna be, say Destiny Two. Destiny Two might be a hard one to beat. Go ahead, Jason.
1: I'm gonna give the most tentative game of the week I've ever given out so far. And I'm gonna give it to Imperator Rome from Paradox Entertainment, which is sort of the black sheep of their grand strategy of their grand strategy catalog, because it came out and it was it was bad. It was like in bad bad shape. Like like what were we just talking about? It was like Fallout 76 bad. <laughs> that, that's the category it was in.
0: You, you had to think the name of the name Fallout. Yeah, well, there's
1: so many bad games, I have, to, I have trouble thinking of them all. But uh, yeah, they they they've made like a bunch of different changes to it. They've like totally revamped it twice, I think. Now I have it. Now it's like at least playable. Like I I don't hate playing it. I kind of enjoy it at times.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna recommend <laughs> this game because I don't hate playing it. <laughs> I, I
1: recommend it if if you want to be kinda chill about it. like I do not I I d I don't I'm still terrible at warfare. I wouldn't suggest trying to make don't it's not a game where you have to like conquer half the world, so that's kinda nice. You can just kinda sit there and do your trading and stuff. And get it on sale. What a uh, ringing endorsement. Sixty bucks or whatever. But you know, if you want something <laughs> a little different, if you want some new grand strategy game, give it a shot if it's cheap.
0: Oh, this is tremendous. I'm gonna recommend um, this game because I don't fucking hate it. Look, but...
1: I've been playing it for like the last three weeks now, and I've <laughs> I haven't I haven't stopped playing, so that's good. I haven't hated it. All right. I'm gonna this recommend more the other times I've played.
0: DJ Max, respect on Steam. I love rhythm games. Those of you that have watched my streams know I've streamed some of them here. Um we're gonna get the equipment, Torchwick and I, so that we can stream uh the Oculus Rift. We'll set up an extra camera and everything. So we've already talked about that. So we could do beat saber and things like that but dj max respect lots of fun lots of fun if you want to check it out uh on steam not normally on sale though so maybe the price uh a bit much check it out it's an absolute blast let us know which of the three games wins the recommendation of the week in the comments below either on youtube or over on readycheckradio.com. We'll be here next Saturday at 7 p.m. for another episode of Gaming Gumbo. Until then, Yad, where can everybody find you?
2: Hi, uh, Yad works on Twitter, Yad works on Facebook, and right here on Gaming Gumbo.
0: Jason?
1: Uh, find me on Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. And just one more note about Imperator Rome. Just because Mad Martha's in chat, I want to make sure he knows that you can you can trade for aluminum in there
0: very good chat make sure you hang tight after the show we'll go dead on the channel for about 30 seconds but then we'll bring it back up with torchwick and his stream what's up sir not much not much what are you playing today on games older than me is it still fallout the original
2: it is it is still fallout we're gonna keep going till we beat it or get stuck
0: <laughs> well i'm
2: just being honest it,
0: I- yeah it might be the latter <laughs> you can pin yourself in that game uh Mm-hmm. those were the days are you enjoying it though like what's your take on it having obviously not even been there when it released
1: so
2: um it's it's fun it's that's a question yeah i'm gonna say the, that was like an inflection <laughs> at the end. <laughs>
1: it's fun question mark i'm not hating it you <laughs> might give it game
0: of the week this week you could change uh, games. You don't have to beat the game. The only requirement for your stream is that no, the game no, I, be older than you.
2: <laughs> I am I am enjoying it. It's just <laughs> my brain can't get over this like the fact that this is Fallout because I am just so used to New Vegas yeah. 3 and
0: 4. Yeah. From when
2: So it's like I I just have trouble
0: like, there's some dissonance there. I like it as its own thing, but I cannot reconcile that it is Fallout. He's growing up into a Jason. What are you playing? This game I don't hate. I don't, I don't, I don't hate it, but. Don't let your kids okay. grow up to be Jason.
1: Don't let your kids grow to be Jason.
0: <laughs> well, Torchwick will turn it over thing. to you in just a few minutes. Chat. My name's Mike Byrne. You can follow me on Twitter right there, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio. So we can tweet at you every time we go live with the show or one of our wonderful volunteers goes live with the stream. Stay safe. See you on the servers.